Podcast disclaimer. For all of those students studying this lesson through one of our podcast outlets, while podcasts are effective for training on the go, we believe the best way to study aviation is through visual learning. That being said, it may be beneficial to study this lesson through our video presentations at wifi.cfi.com to experience the visual representations for deeper understanding. Thanks for studying with us. Wi-Fi CFI. Hello students and welcome to our instrument recency and currency lesson by Wi-Fi CFI. For our lesson outline today, we're going to be covering logging instrument time, IFR currency requirements, and the instrument proficiency check, the IPC. Essentially all these things that we need to do to act as PIC in instrument conditions or on an IFR flight plan. It'll be about 25 to 30 minutes approximately between this presentation and then the quiz back on wifi.cfi.com. And today we are using the Federal Aviation Regulations Part 61 as our FAA source. So let's go ahead and jump into it. First, we're gonna talk about logging instrument time in your logbook. So when can a pilot log instrument time? A person may log instrument time only for that flight time when the person operates the aircraft solely by reference to the instruments under actual or simulated instrument flight conditions. In other words, you can't see outside. Your only visual reference is the instruments. Now that can be accomplished one of two ways. That's in FAR 6151 Golf, sorry, before we continue. So we can accomplish this by only looking at the instruments in one of two different ways. The first way is if we're flying in actual instrument conditions, we're in clouds, we're in weather that is less than VFR, so we can't see the outside environment, we're only using our instruments. Or if we're using simulated IFR wearing foggles. These foggles make it so you can't see outside, you can only see your instruments. Hence, either way, you can log this instrument time in your logbook, whether you're in actual conditions or you're simulating conditions by wearing foggles. When can a flight instructor log instrument time? Now this one's a little bit different. An authorized instructor may log instrument time when conducting instrument flight instruction in actual instrument conditions. So if you're the flight instructor, you're providing flight instruction, then you have to be in actual conditions to log that instrument time. Unless, I mean, you can do it simulated IFR as well if you have a safety pilot on board. So in other words, if the person sitting next to you is the safety pilot and you decide to put the foggers on to shoot some approaches, then that's okay as well. You can log that. However, if you're teaching a student as a flight instructor and they're not being the safety pilot, then you have to be in actual instrument conditions to log that as instrument time in your logbook. Again, 6151 Golf for that far reference. Now we're going to jump into the meat and potatoes of the lesson, which is our instrument currency requirements. So what currency must be met if you, as the pilot, want to be the pilot in command or the PIC on an instrument flight. There's a couple different things. First, the pilot must have a current medical certificate and a current instrument rating. So you can't do it if you're a private pilot or you can't do it if you're a commercial pilot without an instrument rating. You can't do it obviously without your medical certificate because you can't be flying. In addition to those two things, a pilot must within the last six months have shot six instrument approaches with holding, intercepting, and tracking. And this FAR is 6157 Charlie. So it says that we have to, within the last six months, have shot six approaches 
and a hold. Okay, if you shoot six instrument approaches, you're going to be doing intercepting and tracking because that's how you shoot and approach. You intercept uh, VOR radios or localizer needles, or you're intercepting GPS courses, RNAV courses. Okay, so you will be intercepting and tracking. However, you might not be doing holds. So remember, it's not just shooting six instrument approaches, but you also have to do a hold. Now, one point where students sometimes get confused is they think that you have to do six approaches and six holds. That's not what the regulation says. It says six instrument approaches with holding, intercepting, and tracking, which means you just have to have done one hold. You don't have to have done six holds, but you have to have done a hold. So you have to have done that six approaches and a hold within the last six months in order to act as pilot in command on, again, either in IFR conditions or on an IFR flight plan. Now, many times this doesn't even need to be accomplished in an airplane. I shouldn't say many times. Sometimes you can accomplish these instrument requirements in a flight simulator if the flight simulator is authorized by the FAA to do instrument currency. So you can double check, not all flight simulators are, but each flight simulator should have some paperwork letting you know what can be counted when using that flight simulator. So some can, some can't. Check your flight simulator, but you may be able to do these in the simulator and not even the actual airplane. Rolling six month time frame is what we need to talk about. Think of it like this. A pilot must always have six approaches and one hold in his or her quote unquote pocket to act as PIC on an IFR flight. Each approach and hold is only valid for a six month time frame before it expires. So you've always got to have essentially $6 in your pocket. Okay, $6 or six approaches and a hold in your pocket. But every six months, those approaches or that hold will expire. So as time goes, this was why we're saying it's a rolling six month time frame. Let's go ahead and look at a calendar. So here we've got the months of the year on the top and down on the left hand side, we have our approaches and a hold. We're just taking a random scenario here just to show you how this instrument currency works. Let's say that you as a pilot in January shot two approaches and no holds. In February, you shot two approaches and one hold. In March, you shot an approach. In April, you didn't do anything. In May, you shot an approach and no holds. So you would be current in May because if you look back across the last six months, you've got two, four, five, six approaches and one hold. Okay, so now I am current. I have all those things in my pocket. I'm current to fly IFR as the pilot in command. Now let's say we don't do anything in June. Okay, we're still current. We don't do anything in July. We're still current. However, come August, our currency has now expired because these two approaches from January are now more than six months old. So they have expired. They're no longer valid. So if we didn't do any approaches in June, July, or August, we would now not be able to act as PIC on an IFR flight beginning in August because these two approaches in January would have expired at that point. And now we would only have two, three, four approaches and a hold not enough to be pot in command. However, in the example below, the pilot's IFR currency would be expired in August. We just said that. That being said, the FAA grants a six month grace period for the pilot to get current prior to needing to complete an IPC to reinstate their currency. Now we're going to talk about the IPC next. I just want to show you how the six month grace period works and then we'll jump into the instrument proficiency check 
and what that is. So again, we're taking the same example from the previous slide. It's August, our um, approaches have expired, so we're no longer current. So this is our first month grace period. September will be our second month grace period. October will be third, November will be fourth, December will be our fifth, and January would be our sixth month of grace. January of the, pre of the following year, sorry, not the previous year, of the following year. Meaning that if we did not get current between August and January, we didn't get the approaches and the holds that we were missing in that time frame, then we would have to do what's called an IPC or an instrument proficiency check in order to get current. So what is an IPC? IPC stands for instrument proficiency check. This check is required for a pilot to act as PIC and IFR conditions after his or her grace period has lapsed. If they didn't get the approaches and the holds that they needed, then you've got to get an IPC. It is essentially an instrument check ride, but it does have a few differences. What are those differences? First, a pilot's record is not affected if he or she fails an IPC. If you got to do an IPC, you don't pass it. It's not like a fail on your pilot record. You simply just need to go get more training before you can be signed off. Second difference is that an IPC can be given by either a CFII or a designated pilot examiner, a DPE. It does not have to be done by a DPE, okay? It's not a check ride, it's an instrument proficiency check. So even though it's kind of like a check ride where you have to go through all the different maneuvers and you gotta prove to either the CFII or the DPE that you're proficient to fly in instrument conditions, that doesn't actually make it technically a check ride. So you don't have to do it with a DPE, you can, but you can also do it with somebody that is a certified flight instructor with instruments, CFII. So those are the differences between an IPC and a check ride. How can we avoid the need for an IPC? Simple, do not extend outside the FAA's six month grace period, okay? When pilots get their instrument rating, they don't really wanna do IPCs because it can be stressful, right? And you don't wanna really lose that currency. So to keep the currency, just don't go outside the FAA's six month grace period. We're gonna take kind of a weird example here, but I'm gonna show you really how easy this can be done, okay? Let's take the example of a pilot who never actually flies IFR, okay? We got Bob over here. Bob doesn't actually fly in instrument conditions. He doesn't file IFR flight plans. However, he wants to keep his instrument uh, currency current so that he can in the future if he wants to, okay? So let's throw up the months of the year again and let's see what Bob does, something smart Bob does to keep his IPC, or sorry, to avoid an IPC and keep his instrument currency. Let's say in January, Bob does six approaches and one hold. And Bob just does that every single January, okay? Every January, he either gets in his airplane or he gets in an approved flight simulator, performs six approaches and a hold. And he doesn't do anything for the rest of the year with instruments, okay? He would be current in February, March, April, May, June, July. His currency would then expire, but he doesn't really care because he doesn't fly on IFR flight plans, right? He just doesn't wanna to have to do an IPC. But his currency has expired here, so August would be his first month of grace, September would be his second, October is third, November is fourth, December is fifth, and then come the next year, back in January again, Bob would shoot six approaches and a hold. He would then be current for the next six months, have five months of grace, 
and then do six approaches and hold and then current and so on and so forth. And Bob could do this every single year and avoid having to do an IPC. Now he could only be PIC on an instrument flight for January, February, March for this, those six months. He couldn't be PIC in August, September, October, November, December. But if he doesn't care to be IPC, it doesn't really matter. As long as he does these requirements, the six approaches and a hold every January, he can forever avoid the need to do an instrument proficiency check. So remember 666, this is the mnemonic you wanna remember for instrument currency. This memory aid will help you to remember the instrument currency requirements to act as PIC in instrument conditions or on an IFR flight plan. Six, so that means within the last six months, you must have shot six approaches and done a, at least one hold. And if you haven't, you have six months to get current. That's a six month FAA grace period they get, they, that they give us. So remember the, the number of the devil, 666, within the last six months, six approaches and a hold. If you haven't done it, you've got six months to get that currency. So in this lesson, we discussed how pilots and flight instructors can log instrument flight time, what requirements must be met to act as PIC and IFR conditions or on an IFR flight plan, the FAA's six month grace period and the instrument proficiency check. You can now head over to wifi.cfi.com and take the instrument recency and currency quiz. We've said this on previous lessons, but whatever email address you put into this bottom box right here will get emailed a copy of your quiz results. You'll be able to see how long it took you to take the quiz, the questions you got right, the questions you got wrong, and the right answers to those questions that you got wrong. So you can either put your own email address right here and get a copy of your scores. Some students like to input their instructor's email so that their flight instructor can see how well they did on the quiz. So thanks for joining us on this first ground school instrument flight lesson, guys, and we will see you on the next one soon.